Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's good to connect again. Yes. <laughs> Hasn't been that long. <laughs> I said it was really great, like just being able to connect and chat. And I just felt like um, it was so easy to talk to you guys. And um, I almost feel like um, this whole experience has not been accidental. Um, meeting you guys and feeling so comfortable and being able to talk about the the whole process and everything that's been going on it just feels so natural yeah, so it, it really shows the power of sharing and connection and like when you find people that understand or have some sort of like understanding of what you've just gone through because the workshop can take you so deep and then you can kind of leave the workshop space and be like who do I even talk to that's going to get what I've just gone through? So when we can continue to connect and nurture those relationships with people that get it, it just really transforms the healing experience in like such amplified exponential ways. You just go so much deeper when you're able to share. Yes, yeah. I, I definitely agree with that because before I came to your workshop on Sunday, I was feeling really, really alone. And, um, you know, like my partner is really good at listening to what I'm going through right now, but he's not the one experiencing it. You know, he's not um, going on this journey with me. And it was very comforting to know that there's other people on a similar journey or other people that have gone through same kind of um, traumas and dealt with the same things and able to share and talk about it and know that a, I'm not crazy because that's always a thing. And, um, you know, B, that I'm not alone and um, that there are others out there, like-minded spiritual people that have also gone through a journey like this. Yeah, I think that's one of the most like important parts of the healing journey is to really find a safe container a support system a community because it can be such a lonely journey and it can be so overwhelming and for probably the first maybe five years of my journey I felt really alone and it was so easy to go back into old ways patterns behaviors and all of those things because I didn't really have the accountability it was easy for me to just be like this is too hard I'm going to go and party now or I'm going to shut down or avoid and use these different coping mechanisms because it was so overwhelming. I didn't really have anyone to kind of be like, I'm here for you because I wasn't really in the space to be there for myself yet. A support system, which I think is very, very important and um, a similar situation in that, you know, I left my support system in South Africa. And when I was in South Africa, I knew a lot more people that were in the same kind of space you know not technically going on the same journey as me but we're also you know into meditation and yoga and um, doing these retreats and understand like how beneficial they are for you and then I came to New Zealand and I kind of lost that and it was very hard because I sat back going well how do you find that how do you how do you find those kind of people or, or connect to those kind of people and I've been very blessed that my spirit guides and angels have always been so good at getting me on the right path and um, bringing those people to me when I needed them and I thought it was so weird that for the last four years that wasn't happening and it kind of added to the loneliness and added to the anxiety I was feeling but like what you just said when you were ready it kind of happens and I think 
a lot of it was that I wasn't ready to face all of this. I had to first um, find security here for my family before I could start working on all these things again and, and truly face them and go, right, you know what, now there's no hiding away from it anymore. And the moment I made that decision, all of a sudden I met you and your, uh, your workshop came up randomly like and and okay like I said I don't think this is a random thing because I think that it was meant to be but your workshop came up on my Facebook newsfeed randomly because I wasn't looking for it and it just popped up right at the right moment when I was feeling like I need something and so I thought that that was really really special Mm. yeah Yeah. (laughs) and a good way to start the journey (laughs) Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And it's, I think it's so, like, such a common thing that we go through is that we do go into that kind of depth of disconnection and loneliness. And we go into these quite deep, dark holes. And then something kind of like, is that breaking point or that tipping point that shifts. And sometimes there are those things that we need to take care of first, like our survival needs and kind of landing in a new space, like in a new country or even whether that's a new home or a new whatever it is for you. But it's like you've got to build that foundation mm-hmm. and then you can kind of take that next step and that next step. And it, it sounds like that's kind of what you were doing is taking those steps and just trying to work out, like being like kind of shifting it. That's a massive change to go from South Africa to, to here and to, yeah. to leave that support system behind. And I think there's so many people that do feel called to travel and go somewhere else but you do give up quite a bit in that in doing that yeah um you know I I never thought I'd ever leave South Africa but when it came up I knew it was the right thing to do I wasn't even worried or scared about it like it was really interesting because I'd never even been to um New New Zealand sorry (laughs) I have my daughter here um I'd never even been to New Zealand so I was really just like yep let's do it never been there don't know what the people are like don't know what's going to happen have no clue what the place is going to look like and I still laughed because um, I went onto Google Maps and I zoomed into New Zealand and I was like right where is there no earthquakes and no volcanoes and let's go (laughs) live there (laughs) and I found myself at the very top of the North Island and I zoomed in and there's nothing there (laughs) and I was like where am I going? You know, <laughs> what kind of country am I going to go live in? And um, yeah, and I, I truly believe that it was also part of getting me to this point of the journey is that I needed to come to New Zealand and I needed to feel alone. I needed to be alone um, away from all those comforts because I have a lot of traumas from my childhood and my past that I thought I had dealt with. You know, I I thought, well, you know, I've made it this far and I seem fine. I must be fine. But um, clearly I'm not. Um, Yeah. And I didn't realize at the time that I hadn't dealt with all the trauma. And um, because it was very easy, I had a lot of... um, ways of escaping it I suppose you know like uh, I could lean on my sister or I could lean on whoever or my friends or pretend it's not there go out have a good time party you know whatever it was and um 
I think it was just really easy to hide from it and not deal with it. And um, being here and being alone and not having those people around me and going through COVID, I think the lockdowns last year were massive in this move, in the, the shift, because those were affecting me on a different level too. And it just got to a point where it was like, oh, hang on. I actually think there's more here. It's not just that I don't like being trapped in a house anymore, you know, like I think there's some emotional um, stress and anxiety and like trying to figure out where, where is it all coming from? And then of course, coming out of lockdown and this year um, looking at life going back to normal, as normal as it would be, um, my family started reaching out and being like, oh, we really want to come visit. It's going to be so great. And that was the turning point because I ended up going, instead of being excited about the visits, I ended up having anxiety over the visits and I ended up freaking out and going, well, I don't know if I can have them visit because what if this happens? And then my feelings started coming up and going, well, I haven't thought of all these things in a long time. I clearly am still upset about them or, or I've got some issues I haven't dealt with and the things that happened as a child. And, you know, if my parents come here, what if I say something and then I ruin it for everybody or um, they, you know, they do something that upsets me. And I don't know, I went through this whole thing. And um, that's what that's what really kickstarted this journey of, well, you know what, maybe I need to look inside first maybe I got to figure that out and um, I went I started seeing a therapist and luckily I found one that's quite spiritual and um, she said something to me that I thought was very valuable and something that I think lots and lots and lots of people forget is that you don't have to have those people around you if you don't think that they're adding value no matter who they are, whether they're your mom or your dad, your sister, your cousin, your aunt, your uncle, your best friend, if it is not good for your mental state and your family's mental state, you do have the choice of saying no. And I have the choice of saying, yeah, it's great that you're coming to visit, but you're going to need to find an Airbnb or a, a hotel and you unfortunately cannot stay in my home for those two weeks. And I think that was a really big thing for me because I was like, what? I can actually say, <laughs> no, I don't believe that, you know? And um, yeah, and then like I said, I found you through Facebook and um, this is what's now started the whole process of realizing I have a lot of emotions that I need to work through, a lot that I've bottled up over the years, a lot of things of where it's been more, uh, um, okay, the situation has happened, right? We don't have time to look like we're weak. We don't have time to show emotion. We don't have time for the world to judge us or tell us that we um, can't deal with the situation in any way. We got to show everyone that we're, we're a big girl. We can do this. We can take the world on and we're going to be stronger and let's move forward. And the problem with that is, even though it seems great, is a couple of things happen that you don't even, you're not aware of. The first is you become hyper-independent, which basically tells everybody around you that you don't need them, which affects your relationships. And um, it also 
puts up all these walls so that nobody can get close to you or really know how you feel or when things are hard or you're struggling you can't tell someone hey I'm really struggling today or I'm having a bad day you know like let's can I talk to you about it or can you help me um because you've kind of grown up to believe that that's that's a weakness and so by bearing all those emotions I <laughs> pretty much is like a bottle you you can't put any more in there and keep it closed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> pretty much and um so what I found super interesting about the um workshop that you provide which I am eternally grateful to you and your husband because I was just blown away I have done many many workshops and I have done a couple of cacao ceremonies and none of them have affected me in a positive way the way your guys workshop has and um, you guys must have some really special magic <laughs> that you're not telling me about <laughs> slip something in the cacao <laughs> yeah you definitely slip something extra in there uh, <laughs> some potion um but it is the first time that I felt that it really worked and helped open up and unblock everything that I've been blocking inside me for so long it almost felt like all of my chakras were just exposed and there was nothing I could do about it except let it be. And, um, you know, that's part of my journey now is stop controlling everything and let it be. And I, I could feel that on Sunday. I could really, really feel that I absolutely could not control that. And um, I felt like it was really deep, deep, deep sorrow and deep heartbreak that I was releasing. And some of it I wasn't even aware of that came to me and I was like, oh, crap I didn't even know that that affected me or that that had upset me or that I was even worried about that you know um I truly believe your breath work absolutely helped having the cacao with that breath work was next level really like I can't I don't even think I have the words to describe the feeling that I felt like my body was tingling and I've done um, ayahuasca ceremonies where you really feel like you're in space and your workshop was taking me to another plane, very similar as what you would feel if you did do um, psychedelics or anything like that, you know, and I think it was a very natural feeling and a natural place to go to. It wasn't an altered state that um, is caused by a drug. It's, it felt like it was a place that you should be able to tap into any time on a regular basis that you, that maybe um, is unfamiliar when you have been um, coached for so long to not deal with these things, you know? Yeah, it's your body's wisdom, like re reconnecting to your physical body because we tend to like shut off from here and we stay in the head because we can control and we can analyze and or we at least think that we're controlling everything by staying in the head but we just shut off from here and so we don't really let our voice be heard we don't really know what emotions we're actually feeling and sometimes I think the anxiety comes through because it's like 
our body's starting to get louder and it's starting to say, hey, there's some stuff here or that bottle's getting full and it needs to burst. And so that anxiety starts to come up and be like, hey, there's some stuff here. And we start to freak out because it's like, I don't have the tools. I don't know what's, what this is. And we can go into that freak out mode and we're like, how do I control this? How do I fix this? And we haven't, like you said, we haven't been taught how to actually be connected and to feel and express ourselves, to feel our emotions. We are really programmed to push them down and to st- like to be in this state of it's all good I can take care of myself I'm strong like um, emotions are weak and we have all these different programs and beliefs that we get from so young and the problem is is that the, our parents often if they're not doing their own work they don't realize what they're putting out there they don't realize what their words and what their actions are teaching us yeah and so that was huge for me as well like I love what you said about stuff that was coming up you weren't even aware was there and I often share with um, clients and in our workshops that I didn't think I had trauma when I started my journey and when I found breath work which was not intentional I wasn't looking for I didn't know it was a thing and I just started to realize how much I was holding my body and how much trauma I actually did have but there's also those kind of misunderstandings of what trauma is because a lot of the time we're like trauma is this big thing and so sometimes we might have a couple of them or we don't think we really have any of them at all. But those little T traumas, those subtleties and those belief systems or things that were said to us when we were so young and vulnerable and sensitive and like these little sponges, it can be something that we would hear today that might not be that big a deal. But when it was said then, it's huge. Yes, as kids, um, what I've realized with having my own daughter is how easy it is for you to say something you don't mean, but also on the opposite side that the kid will take it really to heart because they're so young and they don't really understand the whole world. You know, I've had quite big moments with my own daughter who's showing me the way she's really, really special in that, you know, and I think you could maybe relate on that, that front that having a child definitely also helps you with dealing with this journey because they show you so much of yourself it is unreal and she has shown me many times of when I'm going oh okay that's that's not okay we got to find another way to work through this or deal with this or you know I one of my biggest things like even doing this journey one of my goals is that I can give her the tools so that she knows what to do and hopefully I can eliminate a lot of these traumas for her I mean no one gets out of this life with no trauma unfortunately that's one thing I've learned but if we are able to eliminate the big ones and work hard as a human race together to provide as much um, love and support and connection and community like all those things you said because that really resonates with me in in the fact that I feel my parents generation was a very traumatic generation they dealt with war they dealt with not only war with um in their generation as as such but even with their parents you know their parents were in world war ii more than likely um or as nurses or had to flee a country like i've met so many people in that situation um our parents also were in a generation where men had to be men you were not allowed to show emotion you're not allowed to cry you were not allowed to disobey you had to respect um i was in a, a generation where 
children were seen and not heard. You do not speak to an adult. You disappear the moment you go and visit another family home or you go and occupy yourself. You do not interrupt a conversation. You um, help and offer to like get drinks and clean up after people. Like it's a very weird thing to think about because you're like, well, actually that's not, that's not how it should be. Children should be heard because that's where it all is. The children are the ones that are going to be the adults that have all the trauma that we have to fix. The children are the ones that are going to be the next generation that leave this world in a better place. The children are the ones going to school and taking their traumas out on other children. Mm. You know, like we definitely should be hearing them. They should not just be seen and not heard. We should yeah. definitely be hearing them. Yeah, and like you said, they, they show us our unhealed wounds they show us so much that actually gives us infinite opportunities for our own healing and liberation yeah they're really here to help us and to like even definitely for me i really relate with having fear like it's an intense journey i'm triggered all the time <laughs> but it's the most joy that i've ever felt and he shows me where i'm still got areas to work on and I think we've always got areas to work on and I think that's the joy of being here is that evolution and that growth and um, yes. and getting to connect and explore and experience and feel and all of that. But like you said, trauma is part of the human condition. No one escapes it. And I often get people who share with me, oh, I don't really have trauma. And it's like, it's a little <laughs> giggle because I, I resonate because I felt that. But there's also this kind of like trauma is a big word of like, oh, I don't want to own. I don't even want to think that I have trauma because if I shine that light of awareness, I've got to do something about it. Yes. And right now life feels good to me and everything's fine. Nothing's falling apart. Nothing's breaking. Like I should be fine. Yeah. Like I don't need, I don't need to deal with that. You know, like. <laughs> and it's, it's so common that happens when things are good. We don't look at the stuff that's inside, but really that's the perfect time to look within because we've actually got the capacity to go within and stay grounded and centered as we heal and feel and express. But when we, we usually do it, when we go into those deepest pain points, when we're in such intensity and overwhelm and emotional states that we don't really have the capacity to hold space for ourselves, but it's so painful that we need a solution now. And that's yeah. what usually what is what propels us forth and redirects us onto that healing journey. And that's sometimes that's exactly what we need. But what if we could actually transition and find ways to flow with more ease and to be more grounded so that we can actually consciously choose to go into our healing to make it more of a smoother, enjoyable process? Because for me, it was five years of intense highs and lows and a lot of suffering until it started to shift where I actually started to enjoy my journey. I was always focused on the destination and then it, there was a shift happened and it started when I found breathwork and it took a little bit of time to really shift. It was probably about a year of kind of like, like resisting, but then it got to a point where I usually actually when Theo came through, um, I actually slowed down and I started to, you know what, this is what I'm feeling. I'm not going to try and force it or fix it or get rid of it or avoid it. I'm just going to feel because I'm pregnant and I can actually just say, you know what, I'm pregnant. I got hormones <laughs> with my um, excuse for being emotional. But actually, no, it was the activation of dormant energy in my body of like, now I've actually got that energy flowing from having this being inside. I can express myself freely and not be judged for it. Yes. Um, and that was like a massive shift for me. And then through that, through feeling, even the 
deep, dark emotions that I really struggled with. I came out the other side and I've never felt so much joy and peace mm. and love. And yeah, I still get triggered every day, but now I actually enjoy the journey now. I am not yeah. so much seeking a specific destination. Like I have goals. Yes, I have desires and things I want to achieve and, and all of that, but I'm really living my life for the first time, which is that's really so cool. special that really is so special and I love that you got to do that while you're pregnant like you say I mean it's a um a really good excuse and I do believe that on another level when you're pregnant you're even more um connected to the spiritual side than any other time in your life like um, while I was pregnant with my daughter, I could really, really feel it. It was quite intense, but um, I wish that I got to feel that raw emotion during that time. Um, unfortunately, like with everything that was going on for me as well at that stage, I was even more protective because then I was like, right now I have this kid and she's coming into the world and I need to be stronger than ever for her. And I was also trying to protect myself from everyone else because um, unfortunately at the time I was getting attacked from every angle of like people saying that I won't be able to do this and you can't be a mom and you know all these things and I was like well again another thing where it's like, I'll prove you wrong you know and who do you think you are saying these things to me and so I couldn't be emotional because if I was emotional it would be having the wolves at the door you know which is sad in a way um, but I think part of even being away and being here now has given me that opportunity to be like, you know what, it is okay. It is okay to be emotional. It is okay to feel the things you feel. And I even do that with my partner every time I get upset about something. And um, you know, the typical man where they like to be like, oh, is it that time of the month? I get real triggered by that. That is a big trigger for me because I'm like, you know what? As a woman, I am allowed to feel the emotions I am feeling anytime, any time of the day, any time of the, the week, any time of the month, doesn't matter. I am allowed to feel my emotions and I'm allowed to process them. It's things like that that stop us from processing where people are always judging or always being like, oh, careful of her, it's that time of the month. No, emotions are emotions. And we should be allowed, no matter even if you are a, a man or a woman, you should be allowed to process it. Yeah, yeah it's our birthright to, to feel and to express. Like, that's why we're here. We've all got our unique way to express and share with the world. And we, a lot of us are so shut down and don't feel safe to feel our emotions. And so yeah. that's what I really love about what we do and sharing these workshops and bringing in the cacao and the breath and the sound and creating that space that gives us the opportunity to go within to feel and express without that judgment because we're all there for our own reasons and sometimes it can feel a little bit daunting um, especially when I share that sometimes we or we tend to bring in vocal expression we start to hear all the different emotions moving around the room and it can feel a little bit yeah confronting but and a little bit scary sometimes. yeah and it can yes. be like oh like, who's listening to me but it's so <laughs> crazy because we're all there for our own reasons and we're all there to feel and to express whether we realize it that's why we signed up or not but um it's so amazing because every workshop we run it's just this beautiful container that we all co-create that we yes. actually open that space to be like you know what 
this is my time to feel. This is my time to just be me. And you kind of come into your own little cocoon. Like there is this collective dynamic that's there and we do feel and hear and witness others, but it's more, we're very internal and we're in this little cocoon where whatever needs to come through comes through for you. And it's different for everyone. Sometimes there's a lot of sound, sometimes a lot of movement and um, the different things that come through. But sometimes we actually do have more of a still silent journey and we're just very internal, becoming aware of what's inside ourselves it's quite magical it is and do you know what I've really loved about how you did the workshop is how you started by saying you know you had Theo there and he brings his own special energy to the room and um, I even though he's a little boy I did feel a massive feminine energy in the room that day and I don't know if that like also has something to relate to um, when I did break down and I let all the emotions out like it just came flying out of me I felt like a baby I felt like a kid who's breaking down on the floor and crying and sobbing and it's just all coming out just like a baby would or a kid would you know and how often in our lives can we say that we've allowed ourselves to be like that be you know as raw as that and I feel like he definitely brings that kind of special presence into the room to allow you to feel like it's okay to to express yourself that way um I definitely felt that and I really appreciated it because yes you you like to say you do go into a bit of a cocoon because I did feel that too um I felt it was really interesting about the movement though because I would be comfortable in a position until a certain point where and it wasn't a point of like okay you've been in this position for long it was like how my body was feeling and how the emotions were channeling and how the the sounds in the room were going was actually determining how comfortable I was and how I needed to move and what my body needed because when I broke down and cried like a baby I found myself in the baby pose and then when I got through that my body all of a sudden didn't want to be in that pose anymore. And I felt like my, my legs were quite um, sore, like they, they needed to be stretched out. They're almost like they needed me to, um, I don't know, like almost like Reiki where you just like let them out your feet, all that energy that was holding and um, stagnant for some reason. I don't know why it was in that position of my body. I suppose it just manifests where it manifests, but that was how I felt. And I knew I needed to move and I needed to lift my legs and I needed to um, uh, change the position. In <laughs> yeah. And I really love that you shared that. Um... I do feel like Theo does bring such a unique energy into the space and I really trust that this is exactly how we were meant to move through our journey together because sometimes it can be like oh is it is it all good for him like there's a lot of stuff that's moving through but this all came through when he came into my body and it really just um, came through so divinely and I do feel like he really helps people to tap into their innocence and their raw expression and a lot of us do have the trauma from that zero to seven years. And so he can take us there and he can in a safe, supportive way because he's got this beautiful energy. And he's, yeah. It's a beautiful space to bring him up in. It's a very pure space because, you know, not everyone gets that opportunity to be so connected to their emotions and be grounded at the same time from the day you're born like that's the thing that's missing for us and I find it really fascinating I would love it if 
even the schools incorporated more of this kind of thing for children. I watched such a beautiful um, thing yesterday on social media. I came across it, this teacher talking to her class about, you know, if um, you don't like somebody, it doesn't mean that, you know, she was trying to talk through the appropriate ways of dealing with your emotions and your feelings. And one of the things was like, it's okay if you don't like another person because not everyone's going to like everyone, which is so true in the world. But somewhere along the line, we also have to put up with one another because we're sharing the space and we've got to be respectful. And one of the things I love that she said was, just because you don't like that person doesn't give you the right to go and get people on your side and share how you feel with everyone else to try and get them on your side and gang up and make them feel alone. And I was like, that, that is beautiful because that is what's missing is understanding that emotions can cause a person to be either alone, rejected or happy and loved and it all comes down to, as another human being, how we're treating one another. And so what you guys are doing, I think, is so, so incredibly important. And I love it. I really do. And one other thing that came through very strongly for me was the moment I came into that room on Sunday for the workshop, I realized how much I missed it how much I missed having a spiritual connection, how much I missed being in that space and doing those kind of things and how much joy it brings to my life and brings to the, the relationships in my life and how it makes me better in so many ways. It doesn't, you know, like you say, it's a long journey. You don't change overnight, but if you're willing to put in the work, you can work through a lot of things that have been like a preset for you that you know is not really you and it's just a default for you to fall back on because for whatever crazy joke the universe is playing on us it seems that it's easy for us to fall into bad habits and it's easy for us to stay in that dark cloud and be negative then do the work to be in the light and to you know keep it there mm. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. I do find it crazy <laughs> yeah and it's finding a way to really for me I found a way to be able to journey into those dark places guide myself through my own internal light and be able to go to those depths and really embrace all parts of me and all emotions and let go of the good and bad and the negative and positive and the right and wrong and kind of just starting to feel more of a discernment of what is true for me what feels right for me in this moment and really integrating the darkness and the light and not avoiding or chasing one and just really yeah just being right yeah just being yeah mm. why is it that we find it hard to just be why do we always <laughs> seek to control everything and seek to like I don't know like we we can't just let things be we, we can't be like water on a duck's back oh it's okay don't let that affect you someone else is having a bad day don't let that affect your day yeah. like things like that I find really interesting that we are not able to just be in our own space when we need it and I think it's a practice and when we go back to like especially that zero to seven years and even when you're in the womb um you're absorbing and you're you're in like the kind of I believe it's um the I was the delta or theta state and you I think it's the delta and you kind of move up into the different levels but you're in such a 
kind of open receptive space where you're absorbing you know like the sponge and you're learning how to navigate the world but you're learning from people that are wounded and holding trauma and have programs and beliefs that don't serve them and then you take them on as truth and you create these kind of like onions and these layers that you then have to start to work and peel back to come to your true essence where is that which is the being but we have quite a lot of layers to these onions especially just with all the stuff that we hold and we don't allow ourselves to feel and it comes back to those programs and we really need to start to rewire and let go of the programs that aren't serving let go of the beliefs that aren't serving and start to transition and transform those and that's what we really aim to offer is these safe spaces via workshop retreats online programs and kind of whatever feels intuitively right in the moment to serve and to give people the tools to peel back those layers and yeah it's not an easy journey it does take work it does take time but it's so rewarding because for me like my journey started with depression and anxiety and panic and feeling unsafe and needing to control needing to be perfect worrying about what people thought of me what I said what I wore how I looked how my makeup was if I ate in front of a boy it was like terrifying um like I can relate on that one (laughs) girls don't poo kind of thing like it's insane like um, all these norms yeah all the guys like it's weak to feel emotion like all these programs and beliefs that get like broadcasted and we take on and we think we've got to be a certain way and hide certain parts of ourselves and it's that journey home really is what we aim to offer in these spaces and the community to remind everyone like you're not alone like we often think we're alone in what we're feeling because we're with ourselves all the time and we tend to not be around a lot of other people that are going through the same things and when we start to open these different spaces um, like the workshop that you attended that's where we start to realize oh I'm not alone but when we don't continuously immerse ourselves in these spaces and with these people that serve us um, and like kind of add value and that we can be really authentically ourselves and also hold space for others to be authentically themselves and it's a give and take Mm -hmm. um, like that beautiful equal exchange and yeah when we can kind of learn to be in that space then we really build that sense of community build that sense of safety and we really know we're not alone because we can go to a workshop or attend something and have this beautiful experience but it's very easy to go back to what we know because we are creatures of comfort we like to know and be able to predict and anticipate to protect ourselves that's our survival mechanism when we used to be living in the wild and we needed to know what was coming to protect ourselves and now it's very different but that's I think why we tend to go back to those old ways or we tend to like yeah go back to that comfort because we can predict even if it's uncomfortable, mm. at least we know, we can prepare for it, we can yeah, navigate it a little bit more. But when, when we start to step into this unknown or like what I really resonate with is when we start to actually experience incredible joy, sometimes what comes up is like, when's that other shoe going to drop? When's someone going to take this away from me? When am I going to lose it? And then so it's actually easier to stay in a more kind of, quote unquote negative space or a negative emotion because or like even dull or numb to life because at least someone can't take it away or if we criticize ourselves if we own like oh I already know that then we're protecting ourselves from someone else saying that critical thing and hurting us because we're like oh I already know and it's like a deflection 
Absolutely. Um, it is very scary. And I think one of the most important takeaways, like even from the work you guys do in that workshop, is that you don't just go once and you're healed. You have to continue the journey if you want to truly heal and you really and truly want to work through the traumas, you have to continue that journey even if it is with yourself on a daily routine or a meditation or whatever it might be some kind of practice talking to the community being in touch um, following up with more retreats you know when when you can I think that is very very important because um, it is very scary it's very scary facing all the stuff and I think that um, aspect of being alone also comes from okay so I've said all these things now that all these traumas, all these things that have happened to me, um, I'm sure nobody wants to hear that about me again. You know, I'm sure no one wants to hear I'm having a bad day because they must probably having a good day and I don't want to be the downer, you know? So then you, you retreat and you end up becoming that alone sense, you know, around you again, instead of continuing through that journey and connecting with that community and saying, you know what? not having a good day today or today I am feeling joy but I am scared that it's going to be taken away from me let someone hold you in that let someone be there for you and I think yeah like you said through immersion repetition consistency community that's where those like deep transformations take place and your entire life shifts when you really let yourself go within and you let yourself be held and supported it just game changer <laughs> that's why i believe that you have absolutely come into my path at the perfect moment because um i don't feel alone anymore like i i knew i was starting this journey and i knew i had to face a lot of demons on the way but i felt alone about it and i felt like this is going to be really long and really hard and then next thing you guys appeared and the community that you've created has appeared and I no longer feel alone but I also feel like I have a extra tool to help me keep it up keep going keep doing it keep taking another step towards that light keep the the ritual going you know I, I got the ceremonial pack from you and um, with the little recipe and everything and I even looked on your app and you have like some other stuff happening there and the little ebook and stuff and I was like this is so beautiful because without this I wouldn't be able to continue it. I wouldn't be able to be like, right now I need to make it part of my daily routine. There's no excuse because it's easy to fall back in the habit. It's easy to fall back and be like, well, I did that. That was great. That was on Sunday. Today's Friday. And um, well, you know, no progress. It, it's very, very easy to do that. And and as you also said on the Sunday that um you know, everyone's going to start feeling stuff still throughout the week and to be kind to yourself. And I also definitely felt that. I felt like I went through a roller coaster of emotions this week from at the end of that workshop, I couldn't speak because I was very emotional still to when I did speak, I pretty much cried still the whole time while I was talking to then um, feeling overwhelmed by emotion to then going to a place where I felt numb of emotion like I just I had nothing left and no emotion and no feelings of anything and I, I felt a bit like 
useless in a, a sense, but I allowed myself to feel it anyway. I was like, I, I'm not comfortable. I don't like this. I don't know why this is happening. I was like, well, my rational thinking is that obviously it's still part of the process. And, you know, I have just put myself through a lot over the last while, especially emotionally. So be kind to myself and just feel it, just feel the nothingness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at, yesterday I felt more frustration and more um, like I was annoyed. Everything anyone did around me annoyed me, my poor family. Like I was just very annoyed yesterday. <laughs> but again, I was like, it's okay. And like, I have to feel it. There's a reason for this. I'm trying to process stuff. I'm trying to get through it. I'm trying to think about it. And the other thing I kept doing is um, writing. So every chance I've got, I just, I've got my pen and paper next to me now. And every chance I get, I just write something, even if it's a couple of sentences or just a little um, paragraph. And, and you made me laugh because when you explained it on Sunday, saying to everyone, you know, start by just saying, I don't know what to write. Literally, that was what I started. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what I'm writing. And then next thing, 10 pages later, I'm like, well, clearly I actually did have something to say. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes just putting pen to paper, it opens something. It definitely does. And um, so I'm looking forward to like this shadow work that I'm doing. Um, a lot of people have suggested like going back after a while and reading because it will also help you on the journey knowing how far you're going how far you've come what changes have taken place maybe some insights into some things I'm not quite at that stage yet because I still think it's weird to read my own stuff like the, the moment I've written it out I kind of feel like it's done like make it go away but we'll see it's interesting I'm very open to this new journey I'm very open to seeing where it goes and how I feel and trying very hard to not hold back on the emotions anymore and not be apologetic for it either because I think that is so important um, I mean I've had to pre-warn everyone around me like <laughs> if I'm emotional don't take it personally <laughs> yeah and I love that because it's so often that when we do start to share and express we feel the need to apologize for it so yeah we're not really allowing ourselves to fully feel um, and we are feeling wrong for expressing ourselves so yeah we shouldn't be apologetic at all we shouldn't have to explain ourselves like we should just be um we should just be able to process the way we need to process and have that support system so um yeah like having having the daily rituals and having that community and staying in touch and keeping it going I think is very important just as important as doing the workshop and follow-up work thank you so much for for sharing and I feel like this conversation was just so incredibly valuable and just even like the yeah like sharing your journey and the feeling that and the feelings that were coming up for you because I think so many of us can really resonate and having those like extra shares of like what really came through for you around the insights and what you can do to support yourself and move forward and the importance of continuing the work um yeah yes really valuable for people to hear and yeah it's it's been a pleasure thank you so much and like I said um you know I feel that I started with no tools to help me on this emotional journey and now I have at least one and that gives hope to keep going and I think anyone that um, resonates with anything we've said definitely should do it. Yeah and 
that's why we have the additional tools as well as to support that integration process. So like you said, like the, the ebook with the cacao and the breath practice, the ceremony packs to kind of get you started if you're new to journeying with, um, with yes. cacao and the app as well. We're really excited about the app. It's fairly new, um, but those free practices, I, I believe there's about four and that will continue to grow as well, but that will just be there to, to support people because a lot can come up. And especially the um, one thing I didn't mention is the um, the singing bowls. When you guys did the sound journey, that was incredible to to end the workshop workshop on um, the singing bowls because it really then does ground you and help you feel like you're a bit more elevated. It helps you feel a bit more light. So yes, thank you. Thank you so much. And you will see more of me, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Can't get rid of me now. <laughs> it's, it's really awesome though to connect with you and just to, to even just hear more about your journey. And um, yeah, I think there's real power in sharing your journey and being seen and letting others know that it's safe for them to do that too. So thank you. Thank you so much, Monique. You're so welcome.